Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that won't be what they made us. We're here to talk to you today about Logan. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along two other members of the Weapon X program. We've got Corey. The only podcast that nature made a monster. And Frank. The only podcast that's like you, very much like you. Matt was unable to join us today due to scheduling difficulties, and Sequel's still on a farm somewhere for a little while longer. I miss you, buddy. We all miss you, buddy. Chase those cows. Speaking of Sequel being on the farm, they sent us an email for the third week in a row. Yeah. Hoping that keeps up. That could take over what we've been watching. It really could. <laughs> Sequel wrote us to comment on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, so... Spoilers for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I guess, are in effect right now. Go back, listen to that podcast. It was episode 40. Have at it. We had a fun time doing it. Sequel writes, Greetings from the farm. For me, (laughs) this movie will always be known as Sean Connery's last movie. What a film to go out on. Seriously, the guy turns down the role of Gandalf because he didn't understand the part. A $450 million mistake. Makes this piece of crap and ends his career. What a shame. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Perfect I miss that We all miss I it I miss it I remember seeing LXG in theaters Walking out And sneaking into Pirates of the Caribbean It's one of the best decisions I've ever made I will admit that a reboot Could be a lot of fun I'd like to see it as a Prime, Hulu, or Netflix series To allow more time for character development I'll give this one two stones Live Long and Prosper Sequel P.S. The time spent on Shane West's career was podcast gold. I'm not even kidding. Whatever happened to that guy? (laughs) Sequel, he joined a punk rock band. He's also in a show called Salem, that we mentioned both of those in the episode. But mostly the punk rock band. I think I've seen that show. Salem? Like an episode of it. I thought it was one I'd heard of, and then I saw the pictures, and I was like, I haven't seen the show. Maybe I haven't seen it. It's the one with the tree on the cover, right? No idea. Like the first season. If you'd like to be like Sequel and have your email read on the air, send it to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Now, usually right here we do What Have You Been Watching? So I'm just going to tell you that I watched the movie Arrival, which was nominated for Best Picture, and it was okay. I can understand how it's a good movie, but it didn't do much for me. And then, you know, Corey and Frank have been watching things, Maybe not movies or shows, but, you know. I've been playing with a new phone. Breath of the Wild. I wish it was Breath of the Wild for me. <laughs> You'll get that, buddy. I am. Um, I got a friend who got it and is playing it on his Wii U, and then as soon as he's done, he's going to send the whole the whole kit. You might be waiting for a while. I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, at this point, if I'm not going to play it, like, the day it came out, I can wait six, seven, eight months. Let's, I mean, And that was the brief what we've been watching this week. Let's do our movie facts for Logan. Logan is a new release movie, which means it came out in 2017. It's rated R, and it's 2 hours and 17 minutes long. It was directed by James Mangold, who's actually directed a fair amount of things. He directed Heavy, Copland, Girl Interrupted, Identity, Walk the Line, which explains why there's so much Johnny Cash. It does, yeah. And the Logan stuff. 310 to Yuma. Night and Day, and he also directed The Wolverine, which is the Wolverine movie before this one. 310 Yuma actually is pretty good. I've never seen it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah, it's not spectacular. 
and I can see how people could shit on it, but I thought it was pretty good. I didn't see that Wolverine movie. I haven't. Seen, I own it, and I haven't watched Is it. Is that the one where he goes to Japan? Yes. I didn't see that shit. <laughs> yeah, I had really low. I heard that one's okay, actually. I'm sure it probably is. Like it's way better than Origins. Origins, well, Origins was a nightmare. <laughs> save From it, Wade Wilson. Save it for that terrible podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll happens. get there. We'll definitely get there. Hopefully, yeah. with the whole crew. Yeah, so uh, five of us can rage instead of three. That would be so nice. I just can't wait to hear sequels voice on that one. I can't wait to hear it. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the movie facts. Logan stars Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Daphne Keene, Boyd Holbrook, Stephen Merchant, Elizabeth Rodriguez, and Richard E. Grant. The budget was $97 million, and as of right now, worldwide, it's grossed $263 million, which includes $104 million domestic. It's doing pretty well. Yeah. The budget's higher than I expected it to be. What was the budget exactly? $97 million. That is kind of high. I was like, maybe like 80 60, something like that. But, you know, good for them. I mean, it doesn't matter. They made their money back. And some. And then some. And that's what opening weekend, basically. Yeah. And by some, we mean, like, double. I watched, like, a Nerdist video, and when, as they, as of the date they put that on YouTube, it had grossed 88 million. I think that was That was, like, the opening weekend. Yeah, it was, like, literally Sunday. So, you know, did plenty well. Well enough. Yeah, it's going to continue to do well, I'm sure, for another couple weeks. Uh, the scores for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 92%. Certified fresh. The audience on Rotten Tomatoes give it a 94%. IMDb gave it an 8.7 out of 10. And Metacritic always got a low ball. Give it a 77. Mm. But the user score on Metacritic is a 9.0. Which channel am I at? Fuck Metacritic! There you go. <laughs> Who the fuck is our minute, Greg? That was like mad mixed with like old-timey accent. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I tried. Well, you know, Matt does always make jokes about how young Frank is. Yeah. So in Frank's mind, Matt is, you know... Matt's a 1920s gangster. Matt's actually as old as Logan was in this movie. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's messed up. He's like really old. He's he really old in this. I mean, I'm wrong. Way wrong, but... <laughs> That's all I have for the facts, so we're going to do our general thoughts and then do everything else as usual. Corey. I actually really, really liked this movie. I went into it with bated breath, but when I left, I I texted a friend of mine who said, give me the ZTH opening review and then your rating. And my exact words were, I think that they balanced tragedy and... What was the exact line? They balanced tragedy and action beautifully in this. Where the action could keep you going, but then when everything stops, you realize how sad it all is. And that's my opening thought. Frank? I went into this movie with very low expectations, just because I'm not a huge X-Men fan, and the Wolverine movies we've been burned on before, so... Um, just with that in the back of my head, I sat down in the theater Sunday night and I actually was pleasantly surprised by what I saw on screen. Had a good time. The whole theater was laughing and the parts that, uh, was humor was involved and, um, the parts where it was tragedy is just, you can tell that like there's a weird aura in the whole theater. Everyone's like, oh, not cool. But the action sequences were insane. It was just, it was a good movie. I'm going to preface this by saying I don't 
love Wolverine, especially not in the the X-Men Cinematic Universe. I thought this movie was actually really good. I enjoyed it. There are some things that this movie does phenomenally. It has its problems too. But, man, there are just some beautiful moments in this movie that I thoroughly enjoyed and thought they did really well. Yeah, the, that that I, I mirror that sentiment. You said it a little better than I did, but the things that they did right in this movie were stupendous. That was a good word. Thank you. I like that. Before we get started, did you guys appreciate the Deadpool teaser in the beginning? There was a Firefly poster <laughs> all over. I did that. notice that, and that like I loved it the minute that Wade Wilson came on the screen. I was like, Joe was right. Joe was right. There was Deadpool. Even if it wasn't actually in the movie, it's close enough. And then I saw, like, the Firefly posters, and I was like, this is the greatest preview I've ever seen. It got me pumped for the movie we were about to watch, because I was like, huh, maybe there's some ties here. It wasn't, but... See, I didn't think there were going to be any ties. I was just like, this is a completely different... <laughs> but they did, he did reference... I forget if you call them Wolverine or Logan in the teaser. I think he called him Wolvie. No? I don't remember. But... I don't remember that. I don't remember him not even mentioning it at all. He did when... It was, a, it was like at the end. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. After he gets the Jerry Garcia and starts... When he's, when he's complaining about how long it took him to get in his suit, he's like, Wolverine doesn't have this problem or Logan doesn't have this problem. Yeah. He just yeah. puts on some jeans and a, tee, a tank top and he yeah. gets in there. I think he says Logan. <laughs> and I don't, I don't remember... I watched it after the fact because it blew up the internet. But... When I watched it again on the internet, Stan Lee was in it. Oh, says, yeah, there's an extended one. Okay, I didn't, that, I didn't see the one with Stan Lee. Yeah, I didn't see the one with Stan Lee in, the, in my theater either. But when yeah. I watched it online afterwards, it was just it was a, it was a perfect Stan Lee um, intro. So he comes out of the phone booth, and then Stan Lee is on the side. He's like, "Hey, killer suit!" And Deadpool just looks at him and says, "Zip it, Stan Lee!" And then like, and then runs across the street <laughs> to the Superman. Oh, it was fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, I got yeah. me excited for that. So I don't think we spoiled anything with that. If we did, sorry about your teaser that's readily available on the internet. If you've been on the internet in the last, since Logan came out, you've seen this trailer. See, I've been avoiding it, like, before Logan, before I saw Logan. And I was yes. like, I've been avoiding the trailer, just because I wanted to see it sorry. for the first time. I didn't know it was going to happen. I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone warned me. I was like, great, thanks for not letting it be a surprise. <laughs> You know what? Here's something I'm going to spoil for you guys if you haven't seen it yet. Don't wait after the movie. Don't do it. Just leave. Maybe they're doing their teasers in the beginning. Well, I mean, it's a, it's it's the end of a story. So, spoilers. From this point forward, we're going to be spoiling Logan. If you haven't seen Logan yet, and you don't want us to spoil it for you, go see Logan. I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. Yeah, like, come on, what are you doing? Get off the couch. Put down Breath of the Wild. Put some pants on. Definitely put pants on. Yeah, don't do that. Not pajama pants. Don't be that guy or be girl. That, be that guy. All right, let's let's do Logan. Spoilers abound. All the things. I'm gonna junk. I don't have a lot negatively to say about this movie, so I kind of want to just get it out of the way early. If that's cool with you guys. About that. I'm curious if our negatives are the same. The kids booking it to the border of Canada. Why don't they fight? They do fight. No, they do not. They do not. They are booking it. Why did they not make a stand? It takes Logan taking all of the medicine, wrecking a bunch of them. Um, what I don't even know what you call X twenty three. 
What would they call her something? Laura? Laura's Laura. Laura. Yeah, that's her name. It takes Logan coming in, wrecking a bunch of dudes, and Laura being like, oh shit, my dad's here, let me wreck some dudes with dad, for them to like stop and be like, alright, we should probably help. And then fat electricity kid shocks a car, and they... <laughs> that's the best <laughs> name ever. <laughs> and then, Richard. really, that's about it. And then they all like use all of their powers to take out the Louisiana dude. I forget his name. Oh, I forget his name, too. But, like, I had a huge... That was my only issue. I was like, you're the only mutants on the planet. And it's not like you're level one mutants. They made you to be, like, level three and higher. You're trained to fight. Like, stop. Hold your ground. At least push him back. Yeah, push and him then, back a little bit. And then make make the rest of the trip. Well, it, was the ol- it was the only part of the movie off the top of my head that I was like, this is fucking I, stupid. I guess it was setting up for... The ending of the movie, though. No, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's a device. It's a plot device for sure. His name was Pierce, by the way. Pierce. Yeah. That the the one with the glasses, sense. right? And yes. The arm. Yeah, I remembered the actor's name. I could not remember the character's name for the yeah. life of me, right there. Boyd Holbrook mm-hmm. was Pierce. But that was my that was my big qualm, and it, I mean, and that's a they made it like two hours into the movie before they gave me a qualm that I was like, ooh, yeah, that's pretty good. There's a couple other little minute things I was like, I could think well, yeah, of better. There's but. plenty of minute things. Why does Professor X have hair? All of a sudden, yeah, no. What's up with that? <laughs> the medication, maybe? Or see, uh, pushing back his power a little bit? See, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to spoil Days of Future Past, but there's a thing like that in Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's true. Very so true. maybe that makes his hair grow back. I don't really know how it doesn't grow in the first place, but. I mean, yeah. he was my favorite part of the movie. Like his Xavier, yeah, his old his old man humor was like was awesome. it was it him spouting the Taco Bell commercial when he was insane oh, yeah, at the beginning good. of the movie? <laughs> that was phenomenal. Him actually being a crazy person was awesome, and like a weird, like Jerry rigged wheelchair that's still automatic despite being like lashed together with like pieces you can find <laughs> readily in Mexico. Yeah, who put that together, Logan? Logan's not that good. They don't have Forge. Eh, whatever. What what is everybody else's big? What was your big gripe? That wasn't the same? See, my gripe isn't specific. My gripe is that this movie drags. Like, in the second act, from when they're sitting down and having dinner with the family that they help, until they get to Eden, this movie drags. I mean, it's one of probably the most traumatic scenes in a comic book movie I've ever seen and then they're driving their car for a while. Really, that's what happens. Yeah, like... He pa- he passes out at some point and gets sent to the doctor but the rest of it's just driving. Like, they could have cut 20 minutes out of this movie and just streamlined it a little bit and it would have worked way better for me. That's fair. I, I kind of let that go only because I think they wanted they wanted all of that screen time sans Professor X I really thought that that was what they were doing. They really wanted to drive the point home that, no, he, he's gone. Like, he's dead. I Get never doubted him. that when I saw him get stepped in no, the No, no, but, like, yeah, he wanted... Superman him. They, well, not, not even... I didn't expect him to... But what I mean is, like, they wanted to portray, hey, you're not used to Professor X not being around either. This is awkward and uncomfortable, and you're going to have to get used to it for the rest of the movie. Right. I agree. I think they could have streamlined the movie better. 
But it, I think that was just a choice they made. I feel like that's a weird choice just because it didn't add a lot in that time. So would you have rather them chopped that scene down and left and opened it up with the Westchester incident, which was originally the plan? What do you mean opened it up with the Westchester the incident? The opening scene of the movie was originally going to be the Westchester incident. Like have it being Professor X just killing X-Men with his mind? Well, we just assume that's what happened, but... I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Although, fun fact, I'm going to spoil the comic now, Old Man Logan. Fine, do it. Hit me. I read up on it. It's not really close at all. No, it's not at all. Who cares? It's a movie. Well, the only the only connection, and I don't even know that they even ever said, hey, this is going to be kind of based around Old Man Logan. It's loosely based on Old Man Logan. Did That's they right. actually say that it was loosely based? Or did we just assume that it was loosely based because Logan is old in this movie? Well, also, Hugh Jackman tweeted out that it was, or something said that it was going to be Old Man Logan, the last movie. So, I mean... Well, I mean, he was old. That, then that's all it is. It was the Logan that they made in the in the X-Men Cinematic Universe, who was old. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are so few similarities. The, the only real similarity between this and the comic that I read for this is that they drive in a car. Okay. And all the X-Men are dead. Yep. Those are the only two similarities, because in the book, there's Hawkeye, Hawkeye is blind and old, and driving. Good. That makes sense. (laughs) And Wolverine is a pacifist and refuses to pop his claws. Well, my understanding is that, and you feel free to edit this out, because this may be what you didn't want to spoil, but Logan gets possessed by a Spider-Man villain and kills all the mutants. Right? Like, isn't that... He doesn't get possessed. It's Mysterio. He tricks him into thinking all the X-Men are mutants. I mean, all the X-Men are villains, and he kills all the villains, but it's actually the X-Men that he killed. Got it. So all of the bad mutants are still alive? Yes. He really just kills the X-Men. Wow. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. That's awesome. I want to see that. Yeah, that would have been crazy. If you guys want to borrow the comic, it's in my room. (laughs) Yes, please. I finished reading. We can rock paper scissors to see who gets it first. I'm still reading a couple things, so you can go first. Perfect. I would have picked scissors. <laughs> Boom. You're That's <welcome>. official. <laughs> the fucking girl is brutal. Oh, she's so good. Like, I was not expecting, like, the first interaction you really have with her. If her just holding a head of some guy. I was like, what am I watching? This poor girl. <laughs> What was crazy? Like, okay, so they did they did the R rating, which meant that it was going to be gruesome, or at least way more gruesome than what we've ever seen. And then I saw how gruesome they they did it. And just in that first scene with him hung over in the back of his limousine, or waking up hung over in the back of his limousine, and like that fight, I was like, oh, we're in for some shit. And she she lived up, she lived up to it. I had no doubt that she would, based on what I've seen in the trailer. I think I think we needed that, though. That R rating needed to be there, because I think the movie would have lost something if it wasn't as violent well, yeah, as Yeah, for the story was. they're trying to tell, yeah. it's in the future, there are no new mutants, they're just struggling to surf like it's... And they don't care anymore. Like, not, I mean, Professor X kind of cares, but for the most part, he does like, nobody cares like, Logan has definitely lost it. Like, he's done. Like Yeah, it's all all survival at this point. Mm-hmm. He's just like, until it stops beating, 
I'm going. Yeah. And I think that she... And, and could you imagine how much worse these action sequences would have been without her? She's the reason that these action sequences are great. We only get about 45 seconds of great Logan fight. That's not really true. We get a decent... Okay. What I mean by good Logan, I mean is like what we come to expect. Well, yeah, Logan in his prime. Yeah. That's not the story they're telling you. No, it isn't. It isn't. But as far as like actual strong mutant using or mutant power using Logan, we only see it for like a couple minutes at the end. Are we also, well, we should also include the X-24 because it's Hugh Jackman. That is true. In his prime as Wolverine as a clone. Just for men, Hugh Jackman. I liked yes. it. I loved in the credits. It was Hugh Jackman as Logan slash X twenty four. I was like, yes, <laughs> good. That that was useful. <laughs> I saw um, a montage recently of it was like a, a thank you Logan montage where it like just blended all they like, just like a long thing of all the different clips from all of the movies. I did not realize how young Hugh Jackman looked in the first X Men movie. Yeah, his him being uh, him being Wolverine has been I think it was like fourteen years. Yes, yeah, it's got to be pretty close. Wait, no, more than that. No, when did the first X Men come out? Two thousand. Let's find out. Hubert, he didn't come. Yes, he did. So obviously, this is the last movie on the timeline that's current. But Days of Future Past deleted what exactly? It was the third one. It was supposed it, to be the third one, and also X Men Origins, but that X Men X Men was two thousand, by the way. Yes, it was. But I think this movie kind of hints at it doesn't the nature of comic yet. books because comic books are always contradicting themselves and rebooting and doing all these things. So, like this movie works as a standalone, but I don't think it fits in the continuity really People are that trying. we're going to see going forward. Right. And people have been trying to shoehorn this into the continuity. And, and what I've been saying is you take all of the movies thus far and in Days of Future Past, he goes back in time. He just lives a whole other life. So it's a whole separate... It's it's the Doc Brown theory in Back to the Future where everything that's happened has already happened and then when Logan goes back and then skips back forward again... It's a whole shoot-off timeline. Okay. So this might very well be that new shoot-off timeline. So he's lived essentially an extra 40 years than what we even think, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why I ask is because Professor X was talking about how they met and stuff. I was like, I don't know if Days of Future Past deletes that whole trilogy or not. I wasn't sure, so I was like, I don't really know if the timeline's really making sense for me. Well, at the end of Days of Future Past, when he goes... Back to spoilers. Spoilers. When he goes back to modern day, all of the Sentinel program is wiped out, and Jean Grey is still alive. Everyone and is still everybody alive. Everybody's still alive. Jean Grey's still alive. Cyclops is still alive, and obviously they think nothing's happened. So the original piece of that puzzle, him being a cage fighter in Canada, still holds. Because now it's just everybody that's died in between is not dying. He's not dead. They referenced that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that was the quote that actually it was like yeah. I don't know what's Al- Yeah, also like the Adamantium bullet, that is from X Men Origins. Yes, but it didn't kill him. It yeah, it, didn't it, 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 it ruined No, I, yeah, no, I know that. I'm just saying, but like that's 
carrying continuity from that piece of garbage. That's true. So, I don't really know. Is that where he gets it? He gets a spare one? I forget if he actually gets one, but that's just where the, I guess, the concept comes from. And the second I saw that bullet, and then after I saw X-24, I'm like, well, he's getting shot in the head, and that's how they're killing X-24. I was like, there's no way he's using it on himself like he says he's going to. <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was actually the only other gripe I had, thank you for reminding me, was that they, they, played, a, they played their cards very forward. Like, the minute that you saw the animatium bullet... Oh, like, they telegraphed the hell out of that. But you didn't even see X-24 yet. Yeah, but you... You didn't like, even see X-24, yeah. I was like, well, that's clearly going to come into play, and it's not going to be used on Logan. Yes. As 100%. soon as as soon as soon Caliban was like, what is this, adamantium? I was like, oh, that's going to be... Don't think I didn't notice. That's going to be in such a big way. Yeah, that was ultimate foreshadowing, which is a little heavy-handed. A little bit. Anybody get emotional? For this movie? I got all the feels. All of them. The minute, the minute the claws come out to kill X, Professor X, I jaw dropped, all of the feels came rushing in, and I was like, no. The last thing he sees is his caretaker killing him. That's not true. He's. He was, he was alive later. Yeah, but like Logan explains that like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But even still, like the minute that like that betrayal happens, like the minute that betrayal happens, in my mind, I was like, the last thing this guy is going to see. And yeah, they they write it all because he's saying it's not. It wasn't me, and you get the heartfelt like last words from X. But still, in his not all there mind, he still in the back of his head may have think that. Logan killed him. But he has the... He talks to him at the end. Like, yeah. Like, no, Xavier talks to Logan at the end and, like, he says things and... It's nice that you realize you get to know that he knows that... It wasn't. It wasn't actually him. But, like, yeah, that was a shocking moment. I was like, why the hell did they have... Like, okay. It's like 24. It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't the real Logan. Yeah. And I think what's what's even sadder about the whole thing is that Professor X has this moment of clarity... Like, this... I mean, he, uh, we're assuming it's like dementia, right? Dementia or Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. They don't really. I mean, specify from a non-degenerative. Yeah, degenerative brain. disease. Yeah, exactly. He has that moment of clarity that you, that people with those diseases get, and I think what may have even been a little worse was the fact that Logan didn't get to hear it. Because you think it is like even when you're watching it, like you're like. Good, Logan Logan gets to hear this moment of clarity. He knows in an hour it's not going to be there anymore, but at least he heard it now. And then it wasn't Logan. And then he gets wrecked, yeah. It's actually pretty clear. Like, since they started taking the pills regularly, like, we never go back to that Professor X running around in a real wheelchair quoting Taco Bell commercials going insane. Like, he's he's pretty with it for the rest of the movie after that. That's true. Want to see... The albino guy, was he actually in the comic at all, or no? Caliban? No, he's not an old man, Logan. I don't know if he's in the comics. How come the yellow suit never made it into this movie? Even if it was just, like, just hanging up in his closet. The yellow spandex suit? Yeah, just to see it. Because, like, we've never actually seen him in it. I think that's why. the comic books. That's why, that's why it didn't make it to me. Yeah. We had never seen it yet. It, yeah, it doesn't exist in the cinematic universe. Like, they've never... The, I mean... They, they reference it once. And uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead wears it in Deadpool. Okay, so twice. Oh right, yeah. There you go. But in the very in the very first. Well, first class, didn't they wear the yellow suits too? 
I think their suits are yellow, like towards the end when they're a team. That I, might be yellow. Yeah, the only time I can think of the the reference to Wolverine's yellow suit is in the first one where he's like, suit's kind of tight, and Cyclops is like, what do you prefer, yellow spandex? That's it. One time you reference it. And that's kind of sad. I always kind of wanted at least the one pants. moment, one moment of him in the uniform. Because it's practical now. Like, no, it's not. Like, with the quote-unquote realism they're trying to achieve with comic book movies now, it's like, they would look ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, even if it was, like, way back when, just to have, like, Logan come out and be like, I'm not le- I'm not wearing this, and then go turn around and, like, get into the suit. Like, that would have been, that would have been worth it for me. Yeah, that's the trip they usually use now. It's like, you look ridiculous in this. We're yeah. not going outside in this. Yeah. Yet they're letting Deadpool... Look just like Deadpool. Fine with it. Oh, for sure. It's also it's a not a serious movie, and it's also, also true. <laughs> it's also one of the more tactical, rational outfits. Like, what was the point of Wolverine having two big blue bat-looking ears on the top? Because of that's it? where his hair goes. Yeah, they, they made his hair look like that. Yeah, but they made his <laughs> hair look like that, which made it Ugh. awesome. Mm. The hair looked terrible, but it was so awesome. <laughs> Awesomely did, bad. Did you guys love that they, the kids cut his facial hair back into Wolverine mutton chops yeah. at the end of the movie? <laughs> or towards the end of the mm-hmm. movie? Funny. Real funny. I was like, yeah, it was. It was real funny, Logan. Deal with it. Smart move. I love that there are X-Men comics Yeah. in this crazy movie. Yeah. I love that he that he references it. Or like he like actually deals with it, too. He's like... It's made up. Made up. Maybe a quarter of it happened. Not like this. Yeah. In the real world, people died. I think that's just a reference to him missing Jean Grey. I heard she was a terrible person to work with on set. (laughs) Very possible. Are we talking about Jean Grey or X-23? No, Jean Grey. No, that little kid was probably awesome to work with. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. They probably did that in real life. There was so much... Stop punching me! (laughs) There was so much cursing in this movie. There was so much cursing. Well, they had to really get the mileage out of that R rating. Hugh Jackman took a pay cut for that R rating. He's going to use all the swearing. I mean, in all fairness, the minute that the claws go through a f- that dude's fucking dome, yeah, like that—that's oh, yeah, that yeah. gets the mileage out of the R rating. Or even though, like, the, I was thinking the one up oh, the yeah, jam. That was cool. He does that so many times. He does, and you see it every time. I do. It wasn't overly gory, it was just graphic. Yeah. Like, you got to see what it was that that, that the Animantium Claws could do. Which, according to X-Men... Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's X-Men Origins. Apparently he didn't actually need the Animantium to do it. To, to what? Like, before he had the Animantium, when they were doing the, um... We had Bone Claws. Yeah, he had the Bone Claws. Yeah. Which is why he had... Why they were Animantium, but... When they did like the um, time lapse of him fighting all the wars, you fucked people up with those claws. Anyways, <laughs> didn't matter. They were just breakable. The bones would break and they'd grow back. Yeah. Oof. And the animantium is what was poisoning his blood to stop him from yes healing. Right. That so. seems crazy to me. Because so, the whole premise is that, or I thought the whole premise was that his specific mutation allowed him to be able to take the animantium. His the animantium. I'm guessing it was, like, not a diminishing returns thing, but eventually the adamantium poisoned him enough that the healing factor was shutting down. Actually, 
that's one of the things I love about this movie. I thought it was awesome because it solves the Superman problem with Wolverine. Mm. Wolverine finally is vulnerable. He finally has a weakness. It makes him a more interesting character. Like this entire movie that he's walking around hurt and he still heals, but he feels all the pain and that's why he's become such a boozer mm-hmm. to just numb the pain that he feels constantly from all the wounds. It's just, it makes him a much more relatable and better character in this movie. For sure. And there's no argument that it's a good way to write it off. It was just hard, like, in real time as I was watching the movie for me to grasp onto it. But you're absolutely right. It does make him a much, much more relatable character. Because it was. He was... The the Superman problem is a very good way to put it. Especially the way that they made him in the cinematic universe. Where, like, as soon as he would get scratched or as soon as he would get shot... Yeah, he gets shot in the head and just like, ah, oh, bullet pops out. And yeah, done. bullet pops right. out, done, we're moving on. Whereas in this, he was, like, having to push him out. Mm-hmm. Over the sink. Yeah. Plink. And his messed up claw. Yeah. The one claw that wasn't coming all the yeah. way out, they would pull, pull out manually. Oh. And then when he retracted them, they didn't just heal. Like he had like the the white Caliban even says it, the white pus around the, the claw holes. So I thought that was kinda interesting. It was a good way to do it, I think. It was smart of them to explain it that way. It it, it just it's the only way to make what they wanted to happen in this happen. But again, just from a sheer comic standpoint, it doesn't make sense because they've written it, I should say, in the, as far as the movies, as a continuum is concerned, they wrote it off the opposite way before. So now they're coming back. But yeah, just the mission returns, that makes sense. Was it confusing for you guys with the first half of the movie? Because they don't really explain this, the adamantium. I was like, does he have some kind of weird cancer that his body can't heal? Like, is his... Is his healing factor just shutting down? Because I wasn't sure if it was adamantium poisoning him or not. I actually assumed that it, that he had finally just gotten lung cancer. My my <laughs> all the cigars. Yeah, my assumption was that it was lung cancer because he coughs up. He he in one of the hotel rooms he's coughing into a rag and it's bloody. Yes, which is always the, mu- the movie the telltale trope. sign. Yeah, the telltale yeah. you have lung cancer. I um, like Constantine. A la Constantine, a la Breaking Bad. They use it all over the place. So I assumed it was lung cancer, and my assumption was just, after being alive for, how long has this country been around? About 500 years? After being alive for almost 500 years, he finally just, it just finally caught up with him. They never said he was actually immortal. They simply said... His healing factor. Well, he, because of his healing factor, he ages at a much slower rate. That's all. So I had assumed that. And then... It takes a long time for the animantium poisoning to even... For that to surface. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't mention that until... They don't exposition it until about maybe like an hour, hour and a half into the movie. For real. Even when he collapses after burying Professor X and he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh my god, I never thought I'd meet him. like, I know what it is. Yeah. But he doesn't say it. Yeah. He just says, I know what's inside... Something's inside of me that's killing me. I know what it is. And then leaves. And I was like... Okay, still opens up that it could be lung cancer. I had just assumed that it was like some sort of emotional status he was just in, just like gave up, and that was causing the problems. But I don't. I like the way they did it better. It's just, it works so much better. Well, I think that I think that it, it could. You could make an argument that is a little column, a little column thing. Where yes, the animantium is poisoning him, but he's given up. He's got nothing to live for. He doesn't want to be alive anymore, anyways. 
so now he's just kind of not focusing on the on his ability. He starts losing the ability. He starts losing it. Is that what they meant to do? Probably not, but you could make an argument that that's what's happening. I'm assuming what they were going for was all physical, but yeah, for sure. But it makes as much sense as any. We asked about Caliban, right? Whether or not he's ever he's an actual character or not. He's a character. He is okay. Not in the comic, like not in the Old Man Logan comic, but in the X-Men but in the X Men universe, yeah, okay. he's like the Morlocks. Mm-hmm. He's recruited by uh, what's her face, Callisto, or Hubert looked it up. Hubert. Good job, Hubert. <laughs> Good job. Buddy. Would it carry your weight this week? Uh, did anybody else expect Pierce to be a mutant? The only mutants yeah. we see in this movie are the are the three, and then the X program kids. I thought Pierce was going to be a mutant. I wasn't sure about him. Yeah, he just I said thought he, he was going to be like killed, and we were going to have another guy take his place. But that wasn't how it worked out. So he did die, though. Yeah, he did. He sure did. In the best, with all the powers being used. <laughs> but like that's always the um. That's kind of tended to be the X-Men trope, right? The whole X program was making mutants or using mutants to hunt down and kill other mutants. So I thought that they were just going to really lean into that bit and make maybe not all of that squad that came in to try to take them down mutants, but at least him. Like, yeah, one mutant left and it's this guy. Did everybody like the throwaway line about tigers? They're extinct. Because he, he gets into the back of Logan's um, limo, and he's like, Now we thought all mutants were gone, but then I get a call from a friend, and he says that he got four dead bodies that look like they've been mauled by a tiger. Now, either it was Freddy Krueger or a tiger, Freddy Krueger's fictional, and tigers are extinct, or something along those lines. So they do make mention that it's in the future, that yeah, it's, uh, things are going downhill. Twenty twenty nine. Yep. So near future, but like near future, and things are things bad thing bad things are happening to the environment. But the civilization is still fine. In Old Man Logan, it is a wasteland. It is a like. What causes the what causes the 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 apocalyptic wasteland though? In Old Man Logan, it's just the fact that all the villains have come to power. Oh, okay. Like there's no one really to oppose them. And then the world just goes to shit because yes. of it. Yep. We didn't find out how Magneto died. We didn't find out how most people died. I know, but I expected I expected something about Magneto. He's ex's like best friend. Slash, slash frenemy. Yeah, he's a major frenemy. But he's like the mate. Like, not only does he not talk about how any of the X Men die, he may have killed Magneto in the thing, in the Westchester incident. Oh, Magneto was there and died. It's entirely possible, based on, because who knows? They have an on again, off again friendship. So, yeah. but if he, maybe he was there, his helmet's not on because he no. doesn't wear it constantly. I don't know. That's fair. He was the only one I expected them to to mention, because I I could get why X wouldn't want to bring up any of the other mutants that he killed, but like in that monologue of him, like Claire, like in that moment of Claire, I thought he was going to mention his only other friend, <laughs> Eric. Overall, really good, though. Good ending. Oh, my God. I love the ending. The ending is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's what I wanted the ending of John Wick to be. It's true. And even better, when she takes the cross out... And turns it into an X. I, 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 I got chills just thinking up. about it, guys. I legitimately <laughs> just got goosebumps. It was 
Yeah, that was a good call. That was one of the scenes that gave me all the feels. Yeah. Like when he's dying on the stump after she cuts it. Oh my god. I was like, I don't even like Wolverine that much. And this is great. I, I, like, I, this is well done. I, was I wasn't like teary eyed or anything, but I was like, good on you. Yeah, they did it right. They really did a good job of that. Between her having to pull the trigger with the adamantium bullets, yes. which they again alluded to in the hotel room, granite. That that connection I didn't make, that she was going to be the one pulling the trigger, um, but it makes total sense. Yeah, I didn't assume that either, but thinking back, I'm like, who else is going to do it? It's yeah. not going to be Xavier. They captured Caliban. Yeah. Well, the only Unless other... Unless going to be Wolverine shooting X-24. Well, my, you know, I kind of... The way I kind of assumed it was going to happen was the the guns, like, right in front of him. He's got the bullet in his hand. X-24 is, like, stomping over to take X-23, and then the bullet comes out. But instead, they just did it in reverse, where he's about to do the final touches on Logan, and she pulls the trigger. I just thought of an alternate version that I'm really glad they didn't go with, which is Wolverine shooting through himself to also oh. take out X-24 with the adamantium bullet, and I'm like, I hate this. Oh, so the classic, um... Die Hard moment. That would have been terrible. Yeah, like I'm, I, I just thought of that now, and I'm really glad they didn't go with that because it would have ruined it. I also prefer the way that this adamantium bullet works compared to compared to the mind erasing ones. Yeah. Yes. Oh, me too. So does everyone else. I think. If you don't, I think that you're wrong. But thank you, Fox. I, I really can't talk enough about how good they made this movie. They hit the beats right. And even if I don't agree with all all the story points they did. I think they paid attention to what the fans actually wanted out of this. And they had the ability to do they had the, the, the leeway to do it. Letting it be rated R, they had that leeway. It's not even the R rating, it's the fact that they made like a good movie. They did. They like, did they make a good movie. Beat us over the head with stuff. They didn't assume what were stupid. They let us make our own assumptions. And they didn't give us a Deadpool Logan movie. Look look yeah, that's too. Although that would have been great. In a different way. Completely different way. In a totally different way. But yeah, the fact that they made this a move... Like, it doesn't work for everything, because some movies are going to have to be less serious and take themselves less seriously. But, like, I think I saw a quote when I Googled this movie afterwards, and it was just like, Logan, a comic comic book movie for, for people who don't like comic book movies. It's true. It really is true. And that's why the the dragging in the middle there can be overlooked because people that aren't necessarily comic fans that are going to like that movie are going to like the way that the characters develop in those scenes when they're driving. See, I don't think they develop... I'm still going to argue that I don't think they develop. I I think, like, that part just is not great. Fair. Like, I shouldn't be in the theater being like, when are they going to when are they gonna wrap this up? When Fair. are they going to get somewhere? That's a good point. I assume the movie wouldn't be, like past two hours so sitting in the chair I was like when the fuck is this gonna end it's like who's gonna die what's happening I saw the runtime beforehand I'm like this is gonna be long yeah I looked it up and I was like oh okay I hope this is good if this was a bad movie and it was two hours and 15 it would've been brutal it would've been real painful I felt bad for the uh, the family that they run into that they help I felt like that like of all the people I felt bad for in this movie I felt so terrible for them. So they were being nice? Yeah, they were being nice, and Logan had it, like, in the back of his mind, like, bad things have always followed him, everybody he's let 
in and been nice to dies and disappears, which is kind of the problem with being five, six hundred years old. And then to come to such a gruesome end. Oof. Nothing really hammers that point home. Like the fact that within... They don't even spend 24 hours together. And they all get slaughtered. Yeah. Horrifically. Like if not for that scene being to like develop the family dynamic and be like, see, Laura, this is what a family looks like. This is why we don't want you to be a psycho mutant killer. Cue the psycho mutant killer. <laughs> yeah. See, good, and then we have bad. Good, Logan. Bad, bad Logan. <laughs> good, Logan. Mm. He's a bad role model. Yeah. Also, apparently, X-24 doesn't have a healing factor. He's sort of indestructible, but he needed the serum to heal. He, he wouldn't did. have regenerated without the serum. He wouldn't have regenerated as quickly? Because isn't, isn't that what he said? Didn't he was like, this will help you heal quicker? Did he say? I think that was the one, yeah. And my thing is, I don't know that he has a full animantium skeleton. I'm going to assume he does, but he's like an imperfect copy of because they use like a damaged Wolverine sample or something. Oh, so okay. he's not he's not as good as the original. Because a regular shotgun blast, the eye took him out. Yeah. For a while, and then they obviously got him back on track. And so if, if he has a healing factor, it is nerfed. Mm-hmm. Caliban's that scene was baller. He went out like a boss. He really did. Well, just well, even the last line, beware the light. Because <laughs> it was so much like, uh, well, I mean, the obvious thing is that it was a huge fuck you for Pierce to be like, bet your mom said that every day. By the way, beware the light. Burns trick you and manipulate you into helping us. They didn't well, trick or manipulate him. They yeah. just threatened him. Well, no, because they made a point to say... We think you've been giving us half half information or not all the information you can give us so as to let them continue to be a step ahead of you. We're not trying to something or another. We're just trying to make it more safe for everybody. And that's when they lead him directly to the farmhouse. And then when X-24 goes in, he has that moment where he's like, you didn't say that you were going to kill everybody. And they're like, well, you're the one that decided to help us get here. And then he grabs the grenades. Wow, so it's all Caliban's fault. Yeah. Charles' death is on your head. <laughs> yeah. Messed up. If you've never listened before, every time we review a movie, we also give it a rating based on our Infinity Stones system, which is a rating of 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. 1 is the lowest score, 6 is the highest score. If you give a movie 6 stones, you also have the option to include an Infinity Gauntlet, with that six, which is the highest possible rating, and let's rate Logan using that system. You know, I'll go first. I'll give you guys a second to think, since there's so few options here for me to pick. Um, I'm gonna give this movie five stones, because I think it was a really good movie. Like I said, parts of this are beautiful. We touched on them. However, the movie dragging really kind of killed the momentum for me. I shouldn't be bored watching. I can't give us a movie six stones that at some point I was bored watching. Like, I can't. I can't do that. And also, it's, it's not perfect, but it was a really good movie, and I expected to not like it as much as I did because it was a Wolverine-centric movie, which is basically all the X-Men movies. But this one actually did what it did well, and I'm really glad it did. It was a good send-off for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. And that's 
really all I could have hoped for at the end of the day. Frank? I'm going to give this movie five stones as well. Um, I went into this not knowing what to expect, and uh, I came out surprised, and I love the way they let Hugh Jackman go. I think it was perfect, and it was the best way they could have done it. And that's all I'm going to give it. It's five stones. That's it? Just five? Yeah. That's it. Just one short of, you know, highest. Perfect. (laughs) Corey, what do you got? I hate to play the field here, but I actually agree. I think it's going to get five stones with a asterisk, and I'll get to the asterisk in a minute. It gets five stones because I think that the tragedy that... the, The tragic story that they told was phenomenal. It made me feel exactly what they were trying to make me feel, and that's important in these movies, and a lot of times, you know, you they miss that mark. Letting Logan actually die at the end, having that moment where she turns the cross from a cross to an X, it's just little things like that that really give you all the feels. Um, and my asterisk is, since this is, as far as we know, at least the end of Logan's story in the X-Men Cinematic Universe, is going to get six stones in a gauntlet within the X, the X-Men movie universe. Uh, I, I think it is by far and away the best X-Men movie they have ever made. I don't even think another one comes close. X2. Close, but I don't think it, it touches it. That's just preference for me. That's fair. This movie doesn't feel like an X-Men movie, though. It's like... Special. It's... <laughs> like, it doesn't even feel like it's part of the same universe, other than the fact that it's the same actors playing the roles. I agree. That's fair. That's a fair argument. And also a thing I just thought of that I never mentioned during this, Daphne Keene as Laura slash X-23, she steals the movie, and she says, like, nothing. Nothing in English. For an hour and 45 minutes-ish mm-hmm. in this movie. Eleven. <laughs> she is eleven. The scene that we got in the previews in the grocery, in, like, the little quick mart lived up to its billing. The scene in the casino where she wants the unicorn shirt, her playing in the car, which we also got in the previews, all of like her best parts we got in the previews, and it still lived up and exceeded what we got, like what we thought it was going to be. So, you're right, she, she definitely stole the show. And that's our coverage of Logan. If there's anything that we missed... Which we did. I'm sure, because we didn't have nearly enough time to cover the entire movie. But send your thoughts to zthpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at zthpodcast. Now here's the part of the show where we recommend something for you, the listener, that you should do or experience in between listening to this episode and when our next episode comes out. Corey. I don't know if you're like me and work two jobs, but if you are and you only have one, maybe two days off, I guess if you work a full-time job, you only get two days off anyways. We really have a couple days off. Take a day and wake up and be an adult. You know, don't sleep in, get up, run a bunch of errands. I, like, did a whole mess of errands on Sunday, which is my only day off, and I felt so accomplished. I didn't even do that much. I think I went to, like, three stores. I mailed a letter. <laughs> I, I, literally went, I literally went to three or four stores and paid two bills, and I have never felt more accomplished in my life. That's not exactly true. I hope that's not true. That's, that's hyperbole. <laughs> but yeah, so take your day off and, and get some get shit done. You'll feel better at the end of the day. Frank, 
I'm going to recommend you guys get some good Chinese food because I had some recently and I enjoyed it. It'll make you feel better about yourself. For Maybe. Ten minutes and then you'll be hungry again. Yep. <laughs> then you feel bad about yourself the again. <laughs> Damn you, General Sow. Your <laughs> war is fought deep within. <laughs> that was better than my one. I'm glad you took it. My recommendation is I was talking about Mass Effect earlier today and getting super excited about that. Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out. So if you like that series, get that game when it comes out. And if you don't like that series or you've never played that series, play that series and then get that game when it comes out because I'm sure it's going to be good. My understanding is that I don't have to have played the other three Mass Effects to pick up Andromeda. I heard no, the story has nothing to do with anything. It's just perfect. The other three games are super fun. I hear that they're amazing. They I are hear really, that, like, really great. If you play them on the same system, decisions you made in one affect how two. Yeah, they carry through all three. That's yeah. incredible. It's so good. That is incredible. Like decisions you make in Skyrim, like reverberate through Skyrim, but on a three spanning a three game, like that's insane. That's some crazy continuity in a video game. And I love it. So, like I said, all that stuff about getting in contact with us for things about Logan, you can do it for other things, too. If you have a movie to suggest to us, if you have comments on a past episode, we'll really take just about anything, and if you send us an email, I will read it on the ale. Nope. I'll read it on the air. While you drink an ale. (laughs) While I drink an ale. I like it. To cure what ails me. You can send that to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can try to keep it short and tweet at us at zthpodcast. Or you can find us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or search for us on Facebook, searching (laughs) Zero's Talking Heroes in the search bar. There's also going to facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. That was fantastically unexpected, guys. Great work. And last but not least, you can find us on iTunes or any other podcast service out there, except for Spotify, we're not on that yet. But if you find us on iTunes, if you want to give us a five-star rating, that would be super helpful. Help us get the podcast out there and reach new listeners. And if you want to accompany that rating with a review, we will read that five-star review on the air, as we love to do. We haven't gotten one in a while, so if you want to break that streak, break that dry spell for us, we'd really appreciate it. Love reading those things on the air. It's going to do it for this edition of Zero's Talking Heroes. Next time, we're going to be doing another new release movie, Kong Skull Island. And we may or may not have more people with us next time. So, on behalf of everyone else, thank you for listening, and so long. (laughs) 